Racial injustice is a scourge on this nation, and the black community has felt it for generations. We have an obligation to do something about it. Whether it's canceling student debt, increasing the minimum wage, or investing in black-owned businesses, the black community deserves so much better. I'm Nina Turner, and I'm running for Congress to do something about it. the second 2021 on this edition of the politocrat the deadliest thing is that thing called ignorance that explained coming up next It is a heartbreaking thing, ignorance, because ignorance has caused the ends of so many lives, people who literally kill other people. Ignorant, ignorance, ignorance, engineering it all. It's so heartbreaking. And I will warn you, you may find this episode to be agonizing and distressing and indeed traumatizing. It may not be the first time that you have felt that way while listening to the Politocrat Daily Podcast, but we are living in times right now that do not defy any description. I do think it's pretty easy to describe what we're living through. A horror movie, except one that unfolds in real time and one that is absolutely real. On one side, you have ignorance. On the other side, you have incompetence. And on the other side of that, you have 4 million people dead, 610,000 of them here in the United States. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once said that the two most dangerous things are sincere ignorance and conscientious stupidity. I think that what we are seeing right now is a toxic cocktail of both. The Delta variant is here, and it is here for a prolonged stay because we as a society in the United States have chosen to go the way of ignorance. And the reason we've chosen to go the way of ignorance, for the most part, I mean, at least I should say for those people who traffic ignorance, the reason why there is a 
vested way of ignorance, and that is the way of this country, is because of this so-called country, is because ignorance and anti-intellectualism and anti-science and anti-critical thinking have pulsed through this society for over 200 years. I think it's pretty clear, dear listener. And I want to thank you for your loyalty, by the way, in listening to this podcast. But allow yourself to think about this for a moment. Why would political officials go to restaurants during a pandemic while they are telling you and I not to go to places indoors with gatherings of any kind? Why was that happening? This is all about power. This is all about control. This is all about dumbing down the country. Again, I put those words, the country, in quotes. And all of this automation contributes to this. There have been constant efforts throughout American society over the decades to dumb down the population. or to severely harm it. We can go to the Tuskegee experiments on black men and experimentation on black women. We can go to Agent Orange in Vietnam. We can go to the opioid addiction that's going on right now. We can go to crack cocaine. And we can go to anti-intellectualism and the culture that has raged on for hundreds of years in the US, a culture that celebrates ignorance as authenticity and as sincerity. Whether it's in the movies, films like Forrest Gump, films like Dumb and Dumber, whether it is TV shows like Three's Company, cartoons like Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> this is the kind of world culture society that we are all part and parcel of if we are here in the United States. And I really don't know, apart from doing the obvious, which is to start educating people, how we're going to get out of this. The whole DNA of what is now called the quote-unquote united States of America 
is ignorance and violence and hatred. And we do not want to grow up. James Baldwin, who, by the way, would have had his 94th birthday today, said it best. America is in no hurry to grow up. And this ignorance that we have trafficked and pervaded and luxuriated in for 245 years has meant the deaths of hundreds of thousands and millions of people. And we don't learn. We don't want to learn. We don't want to learn the lesson because we keep going like a bunch of mad fools. The definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. If practice tells you that trafficking ignorance will only get you a deadly or dangerous result, then why do we continue to traffic in ignorance, expecting something different? Why did the CDC give that message in May? I know people are going to say, well, like Dr. Fauci, and I've said this before, well, you know, things change, things change. It's fluid, it's fluid, it's fluid. And as I've said before, is one thing for things to change, we know they do in life. And it's quite another thing to give such a reckless message that if you're fully vaccinated, you can take off your mask now. I mean, I, that's just totally a political thing. That is all about bowing, in my view, to business pressures, big business pressures. Nothing good can come out of this when you are prioritizing people making profit over people themselves. And I know people are going to say business, business, we've got to have business, but you can't have any business without people. And if those people are not healthy, well, your business is going to suffer. We've seen this all over the place. We've seen this in the UK. They had to shut down several bars and pubs in parts of England because one employee, I believe, came down with a positive COVID test, and that meant the whole place had to shut down. Don't get me started on Boris Johnson. I have neither the time nor the inclination to go down that road on this episode. What we have seen here in the United States, dear listener, is a major failure that is indicative of a cratering republic, a dying so-called American empire, and a banana republic, 
as well as a place that has no insight into itself at all, a very young society that is in no hurry to grow up. And the consequences of that are extremely deadly. As we have seen, as we continue to see, it is absolutely deadly. And you are asking for one hell of a dangerous explosion. Not only of ignorance, but of death. As if 610,000 plus people was not enough. Do you know that 610,000 people could have been here had there been better efforts by the previous administration? But the reason why all of this is happening is not only because of the previous administration and not only because some members of the current administration have given out such poor messaging, not to mention some governors giving out conflicting messaging, and not to mention Republican governors saying, oh, open sesame, no mask here. In fact, if you dare tell us to put a mask on, we are going to fine you. We may even jail you. That is anti-intellectualism at work. Ignorance pulsing through the veins of a society that loves to talk liberal this and liberal that and demonize it. But the truth is these people are absolute libertarians who want nothing more than to continue doing the most destructive things in the name of so-called freedom. And what has that got us so far? Freedom for responsibility is what these people are talking about. Selfishness is what they're talking about. When a person like that, who champions and delights in not wearing a mask, is talking about freedom, what they're really talking about is their own selfishness and their desire to be selfish. The freedom to be selfish. If I want to spread my germs all over the place, I'm going to do it, damn it, because that makes me an American. No, it makes you a jackass. But carry on. And that's the ignorance that gets showcased in this country. And again, I put the word country in quotes. I keep going back to that example, dear listener, about the man from Alabama, the white man who in his hospital bed had a microphone shoved in his face by a CBS reporter just a few short weeks ago. And from that hospital bed, the man ridden with COVID who apparently was improved enough to talk and soon be discharged, proudly proclaimed from his hospital bed that having had COVID, he was not going to get a vaccination at all. He said he would go through six weeks of hell all over again, or however many weeks he was in there for, or months, all over again. That is not a society. That is a road to despotism. And I'm telling you, when you build a system like this, this is the only way it's going to end. 
it's going to end in a hail of ignorance and death. You're seeing the death and you are seeing the ignorance. There is an article in the San Francisco Chronicle today where an Oakland store was getting besieged by angry people because, oh my gosh, the angry person was told, the angry persons were told, put on a mask now. And you had situations where some of the people were throwing bottles at the grocery store supermarket workers. Someone had to duck to avoid getting hit in the head by a full can of soda thrown by some jackass because someone had the temerity to say, I care about your health. So can you put on a mask, please, in here? This is what's required. And you're throwing something? Never mind the mental health inquiry that has to be made. What on earth is possessing you to commit an act of violence? When someone is telling you that they care enough to ask you to protect your own life. And how can people walk around with no mask on when there is a Delta variant that is at least a hundred times more dangerous and more infectious and more contagious. It's as contagious as smallpox. In fact, more so, it's as contagious as chickenpox. Where do you think this society here will end up in 10 years' time? And do you think that the generations to come will recognize what this society will look like in 10, 20, 30, 40 years? I really have to give pause to expect that we will even have anything called a society in this so-called country because we are on a one-way ticket to hell. Some people would say we already are in hell. Malcolm X would definitely say that. We champion ignorance at every turn. If something stupid is said on Twitter, we all react to it, myself included. If something is shown on a video that's really stupid, it will get millions of retweets, at least thousands of retweets, at the very least. Ignorance du jour is what makes America run. America runs on ignorance, not Dunkin' Donuts. Because Dunkin' Donuts are smarter than anything that is ignorant. How are frontline workers in grocery stores supposed to be the ones getting soda thrown at them? Bags of groceries with glass bottles in them thrown at them. What is this? I mean, this is the road to despotism, autocracy throwing bottles at people who are telling you to put on a mask. They didn't call you out of your name. 
Not that that would merit throwing a bottle either. They didn't say anything about your mother. They didn't curse you out or threaten you. They're frontline workers in a grocery store. They're not making minimum wage. It doesn't matter what they're making, except to them. Of course, it obviously matters. But for the purposes of what I'm trying to convey, dear listener, these people are here to help you. And you don't want their help because your stubborn ignorance and your insistence on being ignorant and conscientiously stupid is allowing you to behave in the violent way that you do. And when you have a society that has always championed ignorance, anti-intellectualism, anti-science, stupidity, and incompetence over science, intelligence, wisdom, and critical thinking, you know you're on a road to ruin. Being smart and intelligence is mocked. Oh, you're a nerd. This whole discussion of, oh, I'd love to have a beer with the president. You don't want a beer with the president. That's part of the dumbing down as well. We don't want beers with the politicians that we are electing. We want them to do their freaking jobs. This is not a relaxed, tie-off, shirt-button-down affair. This is about governing and doing for the people, not drinking a friggin' beer. Uh, it's just crazy, but this is part of the anti-intellectual brigade. Oh, I want a beer with the president. I don't want a friggin' beer with the president. I want the president to do what I voted him or her or they to do. Him, her, them. I do not really care, except I want the person to do their job. I don't think I'm the only one who doesn't want to have a beer or any other beverage with a president. That is not the relationship that you should have with your politician. If you are entering contests to have beers with your favorite politician, to meet your favorite politician, it's such a thing now. Email blasts. Oh, meet this politician. Meet that politician. Be backstage with them. This is not a celebrity contest. We are demanding that you reinstate the, the eviction moratorium. We don't want to drink with you. We want you to reinstate the eviction moratoriums. We don't want a drink with you. We want you to end student loan debt. Cancel it all yesterday. We don't want a beer with you. We want you to pass before the People Act. We want you to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. We want you to pass the George Floyd Justice in Policing Act. We want you to pass the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act. We don't want a beer. We can get a beer from the corner store. 
thank you very much, if we drink. And if we don't drink, well, there are other options. But that is a real dumbing down of our relationship with political leaders. And it really does eviscerate any sense of inquiry as to holding them to a higher standard. Oh, we just want to have a drink with them. Like we're somehow on equals. We don't want a beer with you. We want you to do what we voted you in to do. And we don't want to get any anywhere near you. We should be as far away from you as possible, quite frankly. We really should, because what it means is that the further away we are, right? That means the better it is that you are actually doing things. But if we have to get closer to you, phone calls, rallies, protests, that means you're not doing your job. And so I don't want to be in a position where I'm drinking a beer with you. I really think the origin of all of this ignorance and stupidity and showcasing of anti-intellectualism and a scorn of critical thinking comes from the need to control people and for needs to manipulate people and to put them in places to do things that they wouldn't ordinarily do and do them against their best interest. We see time and time again, voters voting against themselves. And I think part of that is a product of what I've been talking about here. The dumbing down of the country, the conscientious stupidity of voting against your own best economic interests or any other interests. And this belief that freedom means I don't have to be responsible for anything. Freedom means I don't need to wear a mask. Freedom means I can get to do what I want and not have any responsibility whatsoever. And that is not what freedom means. That's a death culture. If you are walking around saying, I don't want to put on a mask, in the middle of a pandemic that's killed over 4 million people, 600,000 of them plus here, then you may as well be as culpable as the virus itself. I know that's not the fairest thing to say, but it's tantamount to inflicting someone to the ICU. I can't tell you, dear Lister, how many times I've been up and down the streets across this city, and particularly in certain parts of this city, and I've seen people not wearing masks, people looking at you like you're the crazy one. I don't care how they look. They can smirk. They can screw up their face a million ways. I don't care. But if they get sick and they're in the ICU or if they spread their asymptomatic status to someone who is not vaccinated or someone who is of a vulnerable age or vulnerable group of people. They've committed murder, haven't they, in those scenarios? What we need is education. What we need is science. And this country has, after its robbery and stealing from the Native Americans, thanks to, well, 
the invading white hordes who white male hordes who came here and destroyed the Native American land and destroyed the people, genocide of them. This country has been, so-called country, has been against science from the very start. And that's why you've got all this confusion. That's why you've got social media doing what it's doing. These things don't just come out of a vacuum. If we had a system that cared about educating and informing people, instead of spreading lies and misinformation, social media wouldn't have to exist. And if it did exist in a different kind of system, it wouldn't be doing the destructive and dangerous and deadly things that it is doing. At one point, we have to get smart or risk getting dead. You cannot have a society surviving like this. Frontline workers at a grocery store are now your new health officials. How can that possibly be right? You can't expect employees of a grocery store to be doing that. They're not paid enough. They're not trained for that. And the people who should be doing that but are sometimes failing so miserably are the public health officials and certainly the politicians who have been even worse, far worse. This cannot continue. And if it does continue, we are not going to have any kind of society. And in fact, I would say we don't even really have a society now. If we don't have a country, we don't have a society. There is no structure here except control and power. And it's very hard to see how after 245 years, the United States somehow breaks out of the stranglehold of stupidity and the insanity of ignorance. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but I'm telling you, people are getting rich off of this. There are people, and it doesn't have to be that they've socked everything away on the Cayman Islands or in Swiss bank accounts, but there are people here inside of this society who are getting rich off of people dying, off of people being ignorant and stupid, and they are rubbing their hands together, and the drool is absolutely doing yo-yos from their lips, stretching and coming back, stretching and coming back, but never breaking. That drool does not break. It's like a yo-yo. These folks are absolutely making a killing off of ignorance, never mind a killing of the people. It's so sociopathic, it's so psychopathic, and it's so terrifying. We don't spend very much money on education anymore. The budget for education in this country, especially with Republican presidents, has gone down significantly. And with Democratic presence, it's not nearly as high as it should be. Defense spending, more spent on defense and military in this country than on education. That should tell you something. That really should tell you something. 
here in San Francisco and in other Bay Area cities here in Northern California, the San Francisco Bay Area, seven counties, including this one, San Francisco County, have reinstated a mask wearing mandate, which means that masks must be worn outdoors and indoors for all people, regardless of whether or not they are vaccinated. If the governor of the state had done the right thing from the get-go and just said, we're gonna just hold on for a little bit longer, we would have had a chance here. But the rates here in San Francisco are high now. And the fact that you've got counties that are now doing this and telling people, look, you've got to have your vaccination. I mean, I think it's kind of a bit late, but it's better late than never. I really do not understand. In fact, I'm not going to try to. People who willfully refuse to wear a mask, refuse to get vaccinated, refuse to be accountable. That libertarian strain, oh, I'll do whatever I want. That makes me free. That makes me an American. And that's not what makes you a friggin' American. None of us is an American. The Native Americans are. But we have bought into a myth and an American dream that doesn't ever pay off. The promissory note still waiting, Dr. King. I, I, you know, if you were alive, I would tell you that. That promissory note is still marked insufficient funds all these decades later. But ignorance is really paying off. And it's really killing people off. We have got to stop this madness. Because there is only one way out if we don't. Thank you very much for listening to this edition of The Politocrat. I'm Omar Moore.